You can hear me? You can hear me? Yeah, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. <laughs> so, the first time using Zoom. Now, I've used Zoom many times. Oh, yeah. The Zoom is better, I think, right? Oh, yeah. thing is that, some, is that people send me, like, the the meeting id over text not on like email oh well i didn't because i didn't know where you were sending it to yeah i sent i sent it to your email yeah are you uh you already uh recording and stuff yeah it's recording we're good yeah and like put this up too on uh oh instagram yeah it's gonna look better like this too Absolutely. Yeah. So we want to start it off. You want to start off the intro? Okay. So welcome, everybody. Happy Thursday. New general manager yeah. of WSJU <laughs> Radio. Long time coming. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. Hey, I'm surprised. Listen, Very surprised. I Despite everything that was going on. Yeah, it's like it's 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 dude. This is like a day that like you like that, that you that you work towards. Yeah, whatever thought it would happen, you know. I, I put in my work at that station for three years. I didn't think I would win. I really didn't. Just because of all the stuff that was going on, we all know what was going on or supposedly going on. But I got now, it. Now it's all up to you. Yeah, things now are gonna change. I ran my campaign off in three words. Mm -hmm. What are those three words, Kavena? Cooperation, <laughs> accountability, and taking chances. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Uh, and here's the thing: if the meet, if this, if the Zoom craps out after 45 minutes. Then we'll just log back in using the same ID. And yeah, then it'll set. I set this for an hour, so we should be good. Awesome. So let's get into NFL schedules, man. They just came out. Just came out. I was looking at that earlier. I was. Pretty I didn't even see the Giants. Hey, I didn't look at the Giants either. I saw the Jets one. We went over it last week, I think, right? No, we went over the opponents. The opponents last week, yep. Yeah. But the schedule we're going over tonight in the first game of the season is against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Well, let's actually do the Giants first because the Giants, you know. Let's do it. Yeah, let, let, let's do the Giants first because the Giants I, I haven't seen. It's your kid's freaking call. <laughs> I'm trying to join in. Yeah, no, Phil is calling me. Oh, Phil? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. We should get people to like to hook on to the Zoom tonight. <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah. Who should, should we have on here? Oh my goodness, Sin Poppy, bringing a ton of people. Anybody, dude? Like, send out like a big invite, even to like even to like TV people. You, the same TV person we're talking about? <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> uh. The three words, the three golden words. But let's get back to uh, the, the schedule for the NFL. We're going to start me, the Giants here. You, you do the Giants one. 
Yeah, so I've got the Giants. We got a load. You up. have like, like um, yeah, you've got. I've got the same thing. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll just do like. So I'll just do the opponents. I'll just do like how it is. <sighs> wow, opening night on Monday Night Football. It will be at home, the New York Giants against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. September 20th. On the road against the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Then week three, September 27th, one o'clock game at home against the San Francisco 49ers, NFC champs. Week four, 405 game on the road against the LA Chargers. Or is that or, 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 or is the that Rams? The, is that the Rams? Yeah. Dude, no, because their stupid logos all look the same. Yeah, it does. But that's easier. I'd rather play the Rams and the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. The LA Rams. Then October 11th, Week Five, in Dallas against the Cowboys for yeah. four four twenty five kickoff. Um. Redskins week week six at home against the Washington Redskins. Week seven in Philadelphia take on the Eagles. November second, that's week eight. Yeah, another Monday night game against at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Yeah. Week nine. It's gonna be a tough on one. the road. On on the road, taking on the Washington Redskins. Week 10, at home against the Eagles. Then they have a bye week. So their bye week is after week 10. So, week 11. No, week... So, then it's week 12. Week 11 is is, um, the um, bye week. For the Giants. Damn, that's late. Yeah. Um, week 12, on the road, a 1 o'clock kickoff against the Cincinnati Bengals. Week 13, on the road against the Seattle Seahawks. Jeez. Week 14, December 13th, at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, the whole lot. Week 15, at home against Odell Beckham Jr. and the Cleveland Browns. It'll be a homecoming for OBJ. Yeah. Week 16, December 27th, 1 o'clock kickoff against the Baltimore Ravens on the road in Baltimore. And then finally, week 17, January 3rd. Damn, weeks like regular season football in January. Usually week 17 is around like that last week of December. Yeah. So January 3rd against the Dallas Cowboys at home. I I, I don't know, man. Like, Are they making the playoffs? To be honest... This is really not that hard of a schedule. It's not that brutal. Like, let's look at Buccaneers the- is brutal. The Niners are brutal. The Cowboys are always tough. The Eagles are always tough. 
Do you have a Do you have a um, pen and paper? No, actually, I don't. Jeez, man, <laughs> I could use like someone to like write down like what's like a win and what just to, just to like write down just to, I like can put it in my notes. Yeah, yeah, you do that because we're about to do that for the Giants here. Yeah. You got you, you good? Yeah, I got my notes on my iPhone ready. All right. Week one, Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Would you consider that to be like a toss-up? I mean, I have no – because there's there's no Antonio Brown. There's no Le'Veon Bell. Hell, Ben Roethlisberger is old as shit. I'll give, I'll give you a win that week. I would too because I don't know, like, what the Steelers are at this point. Yeah. Did, did, did they make the playoffs? I don't think they did. No. I think like they like like they just missed like yeah. they had a shot and they blew it. So I, I I would give the Giants a win. Yeah, that's a win for the first week. On the road against the against the Chicago Bears, week two. So this is the one and zero. They're going into Chicago. Win, man. But I mean, you say a win, but I mean. God, I could just see Khalil Mack just getting five, just getting five sacks that day. I don't know Daniel why. Jones, yeah, I could see it, but I don't know. But, is the Bears' offense going to be that good to destroy the Giants that day? I don't think so. They have lost. Dude, like it's not like they're. It's it's not like the Giants play well against these teams. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them a loss. I feel like giving them a win. It just doesn't feel right. That's almost like. I just think that Chicago was like a tad better. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't um, exercise the option on the the, the fifth year option on uh, Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky. So uh, I don't know who's going to be their their starting quarterback. Who's gonna be, who's going to be their quarterback? We don't know. We got to see what it comes to out in training camp. If we even have training camp or preseason. Yeah. So one and one. At home against the 49ers, that is a wrecking disaster. That is going to be one and two, giving up thirty at least 35 points to Jimmy G. George Kittle's going to go off. Dude, it's not even going to be fair. No. Not going to be fair. Considering that, that the Giants don't know how to guard tight ends, dude, George Kittle is going to have a career day. Yeah. So that's one and two. Then week four, you're on the road against the L.A. Rams. A win. I would give them a win, too. God, but you're on the road. See, there's the thing about the Giants. The Giants can just go on the road and just suck it up, like, really bad. Yeah. You really don't know. And that's even against, like, bad teams. Yeah. And all these games against these, like, not-so-good teams, like, mediocre teams – are just are just toss ups because the Giants have not yet shown that they could win on the road. Yeah, like they can't win away from MetLife. They just can't. In fact, well, they really can't win at MetLife. The fact that we give them a win against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Week One was honestly just a shot in a dark toss up. Yeah, because we don't know what the Steelers are. We have no idea. They could easily blow that game. They could be freaking 0-3, yeah. not 1-2. and 2. <sighs> The Cowboys. No, no, I, I didn't even give my, my winner to loss yet for the Rams. You know, 
I'm giving him a win. I'll, I'll give him a win, too, because I just think L.A. is just not, like, that good at this point. Well, they still, have, they still have Aaron Donald, but it's the same thing with the Bears. But the Bears, they, but the Bears, they, they lose to. Yeah. All of them beat the Rams. What the hell? Two and two, right? Yep. At the Cowboys, getting, getting wrecked again. Do people honestly think that the Giants are going to beat Dallas this year with that, with, 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 with that offensive core? No. Really? That's a loss. Big loss, man. Big. So they're so now they're two and three. Ah, but at home against the Redskins, I'm giving them a win. Three, three and three. three. So they're going back and forth, man. Like five hundred team here to start out. Week seven at Philadelphia. That's a bad loss. Yeah. Three and four. Three and four. It's also a Thursday night game, too. I, I, I didn't even say that. The Giants have no Sunday night games? Wow. Dude, Giants, for the first time in a long time, have zero Sunday night football games. Only, only two Monday night football games and one Thursday night football game. You never see that. You don't. You usually see the Giants on a Sunday night game against the Cowboys. Or the Eagles, like, team's not good enough, man. No. Nope. So they lose to the to the Eagles. So they're three and four. At home against the Bucks, dude. I'm sorry, the Bucks three are winning. Three and five. Three and five. Here we go. Here yeah. comes here here comes the spiral. Yeah. <laughs> then you're on the road against the Redskins. I'm I'm gonna four and five. I say four and five, too. But you know what, man? Because you don't know. The Redskins are, t- the Redskins are hot garbage, but so, but, but, but so are the Giants. But, you know, I'll give the Redskins – no, I'll give the Giants the win here because they did beat the Redskins on the road last year, too. So four and, so four and five, ugh, at home against the Eagles, another loss. Four and six. Heading into, the, heading into the bye week at four and six. Yeah. Damn, five, and I, five and six with the Bengals. Well, we got the bye week. Now, now you have to think of. Now you have to think this point. How is the NFC East looking after Week Ten? Are the Eagles or Cowboys pulling away here? Like, are they just like? Are are they like? Are they like eight and two, seven and three? Like, Probably. are they? Like, I definitely. I think the Cowboys are going to be the number one in the division. Look at that offense. To say the same thing about Philly. Yeah, that's true. So, so it'll depend here. But four and six, man, like if 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 either the Dallas, if Dallas or Philly is not pulling away, it could be interesting. But that's just that's just like nothing. Yeah. Don't know why anybody would really get excited. But after the bye week, we head into the game in Cincinnati. Are they gonna beat Joe Burrow? I think so. I think so too. I, damn man, this is the thing about rooting for a bad freaking team because you never freaking know about anybody. They can make a guy like Joe Burrow pass for like four hundred plus yards and throw for five touchdowns in that game, dude. The Giants' defense is trash. 
let's not forget that, that the Jets couldn't beat him last year either. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not forget that. But you know what? I'll give him a win against the Bengals. So that's what, five and six? Yep. At Seattle, five and seven. As easy as pie, man. That twelfth man is gonna be the, the freaking twelfth man is gonna is gonna freaking sack Daniel Jones. The Cardinals. Cardinals. Five That's and eight. Five and eight. That's a loss. You think Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are not gonna go off? Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, come on. The Browns. Browns win. Five nine. The Browns freaking win. OBJ is going to come in there, dude, and score freaking three, three touchdowns. You think I'm, you think I'm nuts? Yeah. So that's five and nine. At Baltimore, five and, five ten. and ten. At home against Dallas, five and eleven. Or six and ten. Yeah. So toss up. Like, what do you think? Think they could beat Dallas at home? No. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I don't think so. Like, I doubt it too. I think five and eleven. This is a real bad situation, man. Because you gotta wonder how much you know effort that team is gonna be giving on that on that week seventeen. On that week seventeen game. <laughs> Plus the Cowboys could be fighting for the freaking division that day. Yeah, you don't know. We don't know how things are going to turn out until the games actually take place. So five and eleven, Joe Judge's first year, five and eleven or six and ten, man. But still, it's not, not a real good. good showing. And we'll have to see how Andrew Thomas, you know, adjusts to being a, you know, pro left tackle, and. This is the third year of Saquon Barkley, second year of Daniel Jones. This offensive core of Darius Slayton and Golden Tate is going to be, you know, I don't even know what to say. The secondary, I have no idea what that's going to be about. Hopefully, Xavier Murray can, you know, no, Murray, Xavier McKinney. I'm sorry. This is the um, <laughs> second round pick. Xavier Murray. Not Xavier McKinney. Hopefully, he could you know stabilize that secondary a little bit. Could he? I'm hoping. I have no idea. How about Leonard Williams shows up this year? That'd be <laughs> he nice. He isn't showing up. You know that already. Goodness. How about Leonard Williams actually like you know gets a sack or live up to the hype out of USC? Got that right, man. Didn't he, didn't he one year have, like, half a sack for, for like, a season? Yeah. Something like that. Like, he just I couldn't, like – like, he couldn't record, like, like, like one full sack. Yeah. That's garbage. <laughs> Giants are going 5-11 and 11 this year, dude. Yeah, I think so. So, let's get to the Jets. Well, this will be a loss. Let's. I'll pull it up. Okay, so before we do, like, win-loss, win-loss, I'm just going to write it down for you here. Opening day, September 13th. 
Buffalo Bills. At the Buffalo Bills. Week two. (laughs) Home opener, September 20th, against the San Francisco 49ers. Week three. um, Week three against the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. Week four. At home against the Broncos. Week five. At home against the Cardinals. Week six on the road against the Chargers. 405, 405 kickoff. Um, week seven. Um, at home against the Bills. Week eight, November 1st. In Arrowhead Stadium against the Chiefs. Yeah. Week nine. At home against the Patriots. That's a Monday night football game. Week 10. um, On the road against the Miami Dolphins. So the Giants and Jets both have buys on the same week. Week 11. That's that's actually really interesting. You never... Then we come back week 12. At home against... the Dolphins week 13 at home against the against the the Las Vegas Raiders week 14 on the road against the Seattle Seahawks week 15 on the road or why is it saying December oh you know why because they don't know like the whereabouts of the um, stadium yet so it says TBD because because they don't know but it's supposed to yeah, but it's supposed to be an, an an away game against the L.A. Rams. Yeah. It looks like the Chargers, but it's not. It's, not. it's the exact same thing. It is. <laughs> Week 16. Um, at home against the um, Patriots. No, 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 it's week 17. Week 16 is at home against the Browns. Week 17 is on the road in Foxborough against oh, the Pats. Yeah, you're right. So, let's, so, what's your take already on this schedule? A lot of losses. <laughs> That's so, dude, look how rough that is, man. In Arrowhead, in Seattle, for, like, you're facing Indianapolis away. I don't care if San Francisco's coming to MetLife, dude. They're gonna get smacked. Yeah. Like on the road against the Rams. Although the Giants, I thought we we said we said the Giants would beat the Rams, so the Jets should definitely beat the Rams. Yeah. Well, let's run down the schedule, do game by game, win and loss. All righty. So week one against the Bills on the road in Buffalo. Zero and one. That's a loss. Yeah. There's there, there's no shot. No. Nope. Week two home opener against the 49ers. 0-2. Oh, 0-2. Oh, yes, I agree. Because the Niners are NFC champions. They have the they, they have the, I think, the better quarterback. They have better weapons. Very, very tough defense. And what can you really say to they went to the freaking Super Bowl last year? Yeah. And they're pretty much bringing back the same team. They're going to get wrecked. So 0-2, week three, in Indianapolis. 
0-3. That's a loss. Yeah, yeah Phillip, Phillip Rivers is going to go all over them. There's just no shot. Like, I don't want to hear about, like, oh, will the, oh, will the freaking Jets revamp the offense? What do you, what do you mean revamped? Yeah. They have, no receivers, McCoy, hmm? they have no receivers. No receivers. No. You think Makai Becton is stopping the freaking the freaking Colts defensive front? No. I mean, you got to be nuts. And Phillip Rivers, man, like, give me a break. So you're saying 0 3. At home, October 1st, week four against the Denver Broncos. I personally say a win because yeah, the Broncos, Broncos are not that good of a team. So one and three. Arizona Cardinals, week five. One and four. I think so too, man. It'll be close. But, dude, like, because I said, dude, Kyler Murray is so athletic and DeAndre Hopkins is, is an out-of-this-world receiver. I don't know what jet – who's guarding him? Brian Poole? <laughs> That's who's going to be on him, man. You think I'm joking. Who's going to be on him? Bless Austin? None of the cornerbacks can cover those receivers. We don't have a cornerback oh, either. They're assigned Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan? Yeah. So we have what? It's one and four? Yeah. All right, week six at the Chargers. That's one and five. Wait, I think it's one and – we're already at one and five, so I think one and six, right? No, no, no. It's uh, We're at – we are at week six. Okay, yeah, so that's going to be one and six. Oh, wait, one and five then, right? With Hold on. I think you're sticking. Am I good? You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that Phil? No. Oh, just someone that we don't know? Yeah. Yeah, how are they being the Chargers? I don't know. Who's the Charger quarterback? Justin Herbert. Justin yeah. Herbert that they, they just drafted. Unless they put Tyron Taylor in there. I think it's going to be Herbert. And they have a really nice young team, the Chargers. A yeah. nice offensive line. Pretty damn good weapons, too. Yeah. So I'm saying one and five. It's not looking good for Gase. No. Nope. If he's one and five, oh. At home against the Bills. Loss. It'll be, it'll be close, dude. That's another loss. That's one and six. Yeah. And then November first, the Chiefs. This <laughs> was a good one. Chiefs. One and Watch seven. them win that. Watch them win that game. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, they're gonna get wrecked, dude. Patrick Patrick Mahomes is not playing around. Tyree Kill, dude. I'm so Tyree Kill is gonna run down Jamal Adams' throat, dude. Jamal Adams is one man, dude. They've yeah. got Tyreek Hill. They've got Sammy Watkins. They've got a they've got Travis Kelsey. It's not even right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one in seven. Same as where they were last year, dude. That would be such a shame. Then week nine. 
at home against the Patriots. I'll give them a win. I do too. Two and seven. Because it's looking like it's going to be Jared Stidham as the, as, as the starting quarterback for New England. Um, just the energy is just not going to be there anymore because Tom Brady's gone. <clears throat> so that's two and seven. Yeah. On the road against Miami, dude, that, that's a win. Three and seven. I okay, think- so, back to, so back-to-back wins heading into the bye. You're already out of the freaking playoff picture because yeah. Buffalo is going to be running, running miles. So week eleven is a bye, three yeah. and seven. Now you're at home against the Dolphins. How yeah. about a win again? How about four and seven? Yeah, I'll give that to you. I think, I think they can pull it off again. Four and seven. At home against the Los. Vegas Raiders. I can give them a win. I, 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 I could. Yeah. So five and seven because they beat the Raiders last year. And yeah. What real like improvement did they really make? None really. So five and seven, man, they're climbing back. Yep. Then at the Seattle Seahawks, five and eight. Very simple. Just a much, much better team. Yeah. At at then on the road against the Rams. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that they'll that they'll lose that game. Yeah. It's a game they should win, but they won't. Exactly. I'll put it like that. So five and nine. God. At home against the Browns, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. That, that, that's five and ten. Yeah, five and ten. And then week seventeen in in, in Foxborough. Six and ten. Could, uh, I'll I say they'll win. I think they'll. I. It's hard to say because they don't have much luck against the Patriots. But like you said, the energy just isn't there anymore. I'm giving them six and ten. I'm giving. I'm giving them a loss. Yeah. All right. So you say six and ten. You uh, you could say six and ten, and I and I could say five and eleven. So this this comes out the same way as the Giants' schedule: five and eleven or six and ten. Exactly. Basically, same way. basically, hot garbage. Yeah. This freaking organization. These these two organizations, man, have put on such a horrific, horrific product for so many years. And we may once again be heading towards that. Because I don't see where wins are coming from. This is Gaze's second year. Yep. Let me go fill up my uh, cup with uh, water. You just keep talking. So we're currently discussing, if you're not tuning into the live stream, the record predictions for the New York Giants and the New York Jets. We both said that they could both either be five and eleven or six and ten. It's up in the air. Will they win some games in there that are unexpected? We don't know. Could they be worse than that? We don't know with injuries and much more. But I'll tell you this: Gase, Adam Gase of the New York Jets, the head coach, should be gone if this record this year turns out to be five and eleven or six and ten. And this is something I was just going to bring up to you, Pavetta, as you come back to the table here. Yeah. 
if the Jets' record is five and eleven this year or six and ten, Gaze is gone. He's got to be gone. I think he's gone. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Fans were calling for his head last year. Hmm. I just want to know, like, there's many optimistic Jeff fans, which is great. I don't know how they are optimistic. It's beyond me. What major advantage is this team bringing to the table against, like, against like other teams? I don't get line, it. maybe. I... But even that is like, you know, not proven. We because we don't know what Mackay Becton, McGovern, George Fant, what's his name, uh, Van Who, Van Rotten, yeah, Van Van Roten, Van Rotten, Van, yeah. Van Roten. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what these guys are. No. Offensive line, dude, is a system. It's got to, like, fit. It's not going to play its, to, its, to its big talents like a quarterback, a receiver, a defensive end. Those guys just go at it and just do what they do. An offensive line has to, has to work together. And the system has to work, too. And that's on coaching. So we have so we have no clue, man. You freaking know. Eric Flowers was drafted ninth overall. He was a top ten pick in the draft, dude. This guy Becton was picked eleventh. We have no clue. We have no clue until we see what they do on the field. That's it. We don't know what Denzel Mims is. We, we don't even know if Mims can write can, can can run a proper route. Everyone said he was a steal. I want to see what he does on the field. I do die. Dude, I've heard it all too. I mean, if you I look at Devin Smith from Ohio State, he didn't turn out. He was a bust. <laughs> remember that? I feel like they all are busts. Yeah. Jason Morrow, remember him? Uh, Stephen Hill. Yeah. D. Milliner on the defensive side. Yeah, he was supposed to be a stud secondary guy. The best corner in the league, right? Yep, he was supposed to be a stud corner. Yeah. Calvin Pryor. Never turned out. Darren Lee. He was supposed to be good. Yeah. Linebacker. Bust. And for recent memory... Leonard Williams, <laughs> not not Leonard Williams. Who was who was Quinn Williams? Who was when? What was Quinn Williams called during like pre-draft? The best player, yeah, in the draft. High draft, <laughs> and he's a rookie. I get at that, but still, interior lineman. I, I don't need the best player in the draft to be an an interior lineman. No. Don't need any of that, dude. If he was like if he was an actual pass rusher, like like a Chase Young or or a Josh Allen or a Khalil yeah. Mack. Give me that all day. Yeah. And even the Jets pass rushing situation, dude, that's not solved. They don't have a true pass rusher, no. And Jadavian Clowney's still out there. 
Apparently, he's interested in signing with the Jets. I heard that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know it's not. It would be nice. Could you imagine ending the offseason with signing Clowney? If they signed you to Aiden Clowney, then you can give him a couple more wins here. Instead, so instead of a five and eleven, you're talking yeah. more of like seven and nine. How about this? If they added Jadavian Clowney and Logan Ryan, how about that? What what position is Logan Ryan? Cornerback. Corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What they need. Is, is he still a free agent? Yeah. I don't know. I think their cap situation is pretty much booked. Probably is. They, they, they still have to sign all these draft picks. Yeah. Jamal Adams. Got to give him a longer and, contract. But they gave him the – what was it, the fifth-year the fifth year option? Yeah. Yeah. He's a first-round pick. So, they have they, – they have him for like a while. Yeah. And he was a, a top-ten pick. So, they, so they have him for like, for like eight years. Yeah. So that's really the end of that, dude. Five and eleven, five and eleven, dude. Another joke. Typical New York teams. <laughs> I just don't really know, dude. I don't see it getting any better in the future either. I don't see it getting any better. I think I think it will get better, but when it does, it's going to be with a different coach. It cannot be with this guy, Adam Gase. It just no. can't. It just – it simply can't be that way. He was already stirring up nonsense when Le'Veon Bell was signed to the Jets. It was the, the, the rumor came out weeks later saying, oh, we could have got him for less or that he didn't even want Le'Veon. Yeah, he didn't like the money. Like, no. he, didn't like uh, he didn't like the contract. There we go, starting trouble with our best running back. Possible best player on the whole Well, team. apparently what I heard was that he wants to institute an offense that's centered more around Le'Veon, which is okay. But first off, your offensive line has to, you know. Upgrade and do way better than it did last year. And the better word, cooperate. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Cooperation, uh, accountability, and taking chances. <laughs> I will never forget that. And leave, and make sure that they, that they, that they leave a freaking legacy behind. Yeah. <laughs> a legacy of losing, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, a legacy. I'm just looking at something. Yeah, man. I don't know. The Jets aren't getting any better until they get a new head coach. Should have went with Mike McCarthy. He wanted to be a freaking Jet, dude. He wanted to be a. He wanted to be the coach. Yeah. Like, he was saying how he didn't interview with anybody else. Yeah, he wanted to come. Like, just, just think about that. For a second, what coach ever wants to come to the New York Jets? You never see that. No idea. I mean, they they got Bill Parcells all those years ago. Yeah. They had they had Pete Carroll. 
for one season. Yeah. They had Belichick for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Then he left and went to New England. I couldn't tell you, dude. I'm speechless. Yeah, I am too. But it's expected. It's expected. So, like, so we so we got done talking about the schedule, about the NFL schedules. Let's um, let's move on to our final um, topic of the night. That is um, a little bit of horror news. Oh yeah! In the continuation of the Scream franchise, now. We've been on here talking about how these these horror reboots are becoming just unbearable. Like absolutely, it's all it's all for money. We all know that. It's all for money. They're not even like they're not even like soft reboots. Like at least soft reboots like continue the story. Like they're more like sequels, but it's a reboot in that it's like a new modern look at the franchise, but at least it like continues the story. These are completely different things. Like Halloween has been completely butchered. Are you ready for the new one? That's going to supposedly be coming out in October. The new Halloween. I I don't even know if I even have like the, 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 um, desire. Because I don't know what's left for them to write about Michael Myers anymore. Like, what's left to talk about? What's left to discover? You've already eliminated the whole Laurie Strode thing. Brother-sister storyline, that's all gone. So what's next? And I know you love Halloween 4 and 5. We said this many times on the podcast. Yeah, dude, and that's all gone. How do you think I feel? I I like Halloween 2 from 1981. Yeah. Gone. They already killed. They already got rid of Child's Play. Yeah. Child's Play is wrecked. Uh, Leatherface is wrecked. Leatherface has been wrecked. It's been wrecked. It's been wrecked since 86. And now we got Scream, which is still, thank goodness, continuing a story. I think it's the best franchise out of all horror franchises, I think it's Scream. It's either Scream. I think it's or the most sophisticated. It's it's the most sophisticated. Yeah. It's not as slasher as the other ones. It's a study on slasher films. It's sophisticated. Yeah. And the big news from it is that it's going to be called Scream Five, and they are in talks of bringing back Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell. Yeah. To play Sidney Prescott, which is nice. Now, are they bringing back David Arquette? Are they bringing back Courtney Cox? They got to bring back the original cast. They got to bring them back. Well, here's the thing, though. The original trio. The thing about the Scream franchise is every movie has a purpose. The first Scream movie details how a horror movie operates. It's like a blueprint. Scream 2 is how is how a horror, horror sequel, sequel operates. Yeah. 
Scream 3 is how a trilogy works. See what I'm getting at? Yeah. Scream 4 was demonstrates how how soft reboots in movies work. Yeah. It's a blueprint. What does Scream 5 do? Is it just going to be another freaking horror movie? Like what like and like what's and like what's the story? I'm worried about it because Wes Craven will not be involved with this film. Hence he's gone well, he's dead. Yeah, he can't be involved. Yeah, it's you know I'm just worried what they're gonna do with the franchise from this point. Um will it just go down the drain from here? Or will it continue to be the best franchise of horror movies? Know what I'm saying? I getcha. I'm just texting somebody. Like, what I want to know is, what's really left in this story to tell? You felt like Scream 3 was the perfect way to end it, and then they brought in Scream 4. Scream 4 was pushing it. It was pushing it a little bit. The only way, the only reason why that movie survived was because they brought in the original people. Mm-hmm. And Wes Craven was involved. Yeah. Now Scream 5 is going to be probably a studio property. It's going to be like a whole team of people. It's not going to be just one person. But who's left? Like what bit of story is left? The brother from Scream 3 is dead. Like the whole Billy Loomis thing is done. I'll tell. Uh, yeah, that's that's been done. <laughs> it's been done, dude. But but here's the thing. I think in this one they're gonna kill off a major character. I had I I read that rumor. But they may, but who? I mean, Dewey's been like Dewey. They've nearly killed him like 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 three times. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they always kind of like swerve it. To be honest, you thought after the first Scream movie that, that he was dead. You didn't do, like, you know. Yeah. I, I felt like that was like that was like a last-minute change to bring him back. I think so, too. Did you feel that stuff? Yeah, he was, he was, he was stabbed in the back. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I feel like that was like a last-minute thing. I don't know. I really don't know, dude. I hope it's good. At least, at, at least it's like a sequel. It continues the story. But what story is left? Billy Loomis is gone. The mother's dead. Randy's gone. Randy's gone. Mickey's gone. Roman, the freaking director. From yeah, the director. He's gone. And the cousin. Um, uh, Emma Roberts. She's gone too. So what's, I, I, I just want to know, like, I don't want this to be like, you know, like those. Yeah, Gail becomes a killer. Gail? Yeah. People, people have been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, you know, oh, you know, uh, who's it going to be? You'll oh. laugh your ass off. Who? Oh. The father. <laughs> the father. 
They finally did it. Yeah. <laughs> you remember what, what freaking friggin Randy said, right, in the video store? Yeah. You know, you know I think it's her father. Yeah. How come they can't find the pops, man? Yeah, no, they, they just tie it all up in the fifth one. Yeah, but it'll, it'll be the father this time. They actually do it. Because he has been he has been a freaking suspect like in like in like in all the movies. Yeah. Poor guy never caught a break. Yeah. Imagine if he really was and he was just paying people to do all the killings for him. That would be really cool because that's how like because that's how like Saw was like the Saw franchise. Yeah. That's why those movies went past three because the Jigsaw killer was killed in the in, in the third one. Guy freaking cuts off his head. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's Saw 4 and 5 and 6 and 7. It's like freaking Jigsaw is gone. Yeah. <laughs> but he had but he had um he had apprentices. Like he had he had followers. Yeah. Who continued on, which was which is also another great horror franchise. It's more that that horror is more like is more gory and stuff. I think like the I think that those movies like the Saw franchise kind of survived more with like the like the like the coolness and the detail from from the traps and stuff. Yeah. Like the more the the more intricate the traps, like the better it was. I think those first three Saw movies were excellent. Yeah, I do in too. In terms of story. But then as the movies went on, it was all about, well, can we make a much better trap? Like a much more gory trap. Yeah. I just hope that I hope that with Saw Five, it's not gonna be like those stupid Netflix child's play movies. Uh, like in the which is the one where it's in the stupid mental hospital. I couldn't even tell you. I didn't watch any of the Netflix Chunky movies. I stopped at C to Chunky. God, there's one where it's like they're in a friggin' mental hospital. And like the woman becomes like, she becomes like just psychotic. And then the movie ends where like she like escapes. And the friggin' car that she escapes in is driven by Jennifer Tilly. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Like what? Like what am I watching? Are you surprised? That's just like overabundance, man. Like it's too much, and I don't want the screen to turn into that. The story of Sydney Prescott—they might as well just kill her off because she has never caught a break. No, she she always feels like she's like got away. Like she can kill so many ghost face people, but they all just keep coming back. I'll tell you this. They could make a lot of money from doing this. They kill Sidney Prescott off, and in the next film, they try to find who it is. It's a cliffhanger. You can do that. But, like, once... I think that what you do, what I would do, is just kill her off in, like, in the in the um, beginning, maybe. But then fans would be pissed. You can't do that. Like you can't kill off Sydney Prescott. Gail's the killer. I'm telling. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's it's gonna be the father. <laughs> it's gonna be the father. 
what if Randy was like actually like a like like alive? Yeah, he just made himself up in the. No, that that's not happening because you, you saw him well, getting stabbed. You know me, dude. Randy is not. Randy was the number one person to not get killed, and they all and then they did it so friggin' quick. Yeah. That that did need to happen. Nope. It didn't. So it's either yeah, Gail but... or the father. Gail or the father or Dewey. Yeah, it could be. You know the guy that voices Joe Joe Swanson on, on Family Guy? The guy in the wheelchair? Yeah, okay, yeah. He's in he's in Scream Three. Who's he play? He plays the freaking bodyguard, the one that's supposed to guard the actors. Oh, and he gets stabbed in the back too. Yeah, the tall guy. Yeah. That's so when that was in the trailer, right? <laughs> yep. Or when like the guy like blows up the house. Oh yeah. That movie was okay, Scream Three. Yeah. Carrie Fisher was in that movie too. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> but are you ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I'm ready to wrap it up. Alrighty, so socials. My Instagram is at T A N O O C H nine six. Once again, at T A N O O C H nine six. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max, T H E R E E L M A X. You can check out my website, maxrcoglan.com, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. For all my previous shows and podcasts, especially the Conspiracy Crimes and Curses one, you go to shows, you go to scroll down, you'll see Conspiracy Crimes and Curses, you'll see all of our previous episodes. We're also available on Podbean. Bless you. Spotify. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at the official Conspiracy Crimes and Curses podcast at CX3 Podcast. We're still thinking. We haven't even changed the name still. We're, yeah. We're still thinking. we got to think of something. We, um, we've got time. We do. And Maybe uh, you could put up, like, a little, like, thing on, like, on, like, Twitter or Instagram or something. On, like, your own Instagram. Not, not like, not like the, the show page. Yeah. Ask people what like, a, what, like, a good name is. Yeah. Leave it up to the people. Could be. We could do that. Yeah. All right, guys. Am I ready to sign off? Yeah, we can sign off. Three words. <laughs> All right. Remember, I can't be doing this, man. Cooperation, accountability, and taking those nice chances, man. Nah, man. So you thank never you guys. Get to leave behind a legacy. Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so much for tuning in. Um, the NFL schedules are out for Giants and the Jets, so go check those out. Um, and we'll see you guys all next week. So have a great rest of your night, guys, and enjoy your weekend. Thank you, guys. So long. So long.